Alright, good morning guys. This is Am I Late? With your host, Anthony Capello. And we are official guys. We have a logo. This is very exciting. If you looked, I'm sure you saw. My, uh, my buddy Eric slaved over it for like two weeks. Straight, he didn't sleep. He didn't do anything. He just worked on this. It's really amazing that his uh, his actual job let him take that brief sabbatical. Um, so that was pretty cool. I am so stoked about this logo. He did a phenomenal job. Um, it's just awesome. So, Eric, thank you. You did a great job. And uh, on to the next project, which will be coming soon, guys. So, I know, you're all excited about this big announcement that's going to happen. What could it be? You'll have to wait and find out. Alright, so that was great. That was a cool morning, because uh, I got to wake up knowing that I, I could finally start pushing this on social media. I can get the word out, and you guys will have a nice little community to join you. I know you're, you're like a... The few, the proud, the, the listeners. But uh, hopefully we can expand the community. And because uh, I know you guys have been dying to talk to other people about your experience on this on this podcast. And uh, how I make you feel. How I affect your mornings. Or whenever you listen. Because there's, there's a lot of emotional impact from this show. And uh, that, that's really my my catalyst for for wanting to expand my reach here because I want you guys to be able to express yourselves to each other as a as a you know a nice community of listeners so you know it's all for you guys that's it's just all for you that's that's why I get up in the morning for my uh my 11 subscribers you guys are great hopefully we can uh double that whoa by the end of the month so, great morning. We got a we got a we got a logo, guys. All right. What else do I want to talk about? Hmm. What else happened? Well, let's just dive into some sports news. The New York Islanders, which are my hockey team, they are uh, they're a bit of an interesting franchise. So they, they came into existence in the, in the 70s. They were one of the expansion teams. And they were terrible for the first few years, which, you know, you kind of expected to be bad as an expansion team. Although apparently the Las Vegas Golden Knights are tearing it up right now. But that's neither here nor there. So the Islanders weren't very good the first few years. And then all of a sudden they just got beastly and were knocking on you know the Stanley Cup's door a couple years in a row then they finally in 1980 win their first cup after like two or three years of being like the heavy heavy favorite team to win and then and not winning they finally win it and then they decided you know what screw it let's win three more so they won four straight cups and 19 consecutive playoff series wins, which 
I mean, that's insane. They almost won five cups. They made it to the fifth, what would have been their fifth Stanley Cup win, but they happened to draw straws against a team full of young future Hall of Famers. They they played the Oilers, and this was when Wayne Gretzky was young. Maybe you've heard of him. Mark Messier, Paul Coffey, Grant Fuhrer, Andy Moog, uh, and others that I can't remember, but all of those guys are Hall of Famers. Pretty sure. I think even Andy Moog is. Um, anywho, so they lose, but they win 19 consecutive playoff series wins. That is probably a playoff record that will never, ever get taken away from them. It's just absurd. So the the Penguins right now have two Stanley Cups in a row. They'd still have to win two more and make it... And No, they'd have to win five. They'd have to win five straight Cups. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The Islanders will have this record forever. Moving right along, ever since that crazy win streak of Cubs, they've been pretty bad. They, uh, it's been a struggle. I, I told you guys when I first rattled off my teams, it's been it's been a depressing life for me for in regard of uh, sportsmanship, not sportsmanship, uh, fandom. And um, they had a little burst in the 90s where they were okay. They had Ziggy Palfi, who was amazing. Uh, then he went to the Kings. Um, and then when I was a kid, first started watching them, they had a nice run with uh, Michael Pekka, Miroslav Shatan. Uh, that team was awesome. And my fa- favorite player, Marius Tchaikovsky, coolest name ever. That got cut short when Darcy Tucker, the worst human being alive. What is going on? Oh, my car thinks that I have a human being sitting next to me. Um, and their seatbelt's not on, so it's yelling at me. When in fact it is a book, my bag with a laptop, and uh, a secret surprise that I will reveal very soon. Um, so this car is going to scream at me for at least a minute until it says, I don't care about this human safety anymore and I'll shut up. Anyway, where was I? Okay, so yeah, the worst human being in the world, Darcy Tucker, he throws a late hip check on Michael Pekka, and I mean late, like Pekka dumped the puck off and like three seconds later, no exaggeration, Darcy Tucker comes in and, and takes his knees out with a with a hip check, a dirty hip check, and uh, Peck is taken out of the out of the series. We lose, boom. Then we weren't relevant again until um, around my college years, so not too long ago, um, with the the advent of our Lord and Savior, Captain John Tavares. Uh, we went to, had a couple, uh, few playoff appearances. We finally made it to the second round three, three or two years ago. 
uh, which we got spanked. It was bad. But we made it to the second round. That was cool. Long story short, in, in between that, we lost the Coliseum, and the Coliseum is the, it was the name of the arena where they have been playing since they became an NHL team. Um, and it's, I've been there, I got to go, it was great, people talk shit on it all the time, that it was a dump, I guarantee you, those people have never been there, it was clean, there's nothing fancy about it, but that doesn't make it a dump, there was literally not a bad seat in, in the, in the house, we had, we had what would be considered terrible seats, I guess, by any other arena, and I, there was no blind spots. Everything was great. I had a great view of the ice. I had a great time. It was phenomenal. They lost the rights to it, or the county in uh, Nassau, Long Island, didn't want to pay for it. There was some nonsense where they had to leave. Um, so they, they relocate to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, um, which was definitely nicer, I guess, by aesthetics, but it was a, a terrible arena for hockey. It was it was designed for basketball. When uh, when my father and I saw the game seven, which was incredible, of uh, when we beat the Panthers to advance to the second round in overtime, double overtime, excuse me. Um. We, we had the corner seat, uh, as much of a corner as um, an oval can be, and there's this one section is, a, is an overhang. It's almost like a mezzanine, I guess. Uh, it juts out. We were in that section, and we legitimately could not see our net, our side of the ice's net. So anytime... There was a shot on goal on our side. We had to look up at the, the center uh, video console to see what happened. So th- there was a lot of problems with the Barclays Center uh, in regard to blind spots and, and uh, ice issues. Like the ice wouldn't be cold enough. It was ridiculous. It was a hot mess. Nice, nice arena aesthetically, but didn't, didn't do it. So... Now, after like three years, four years playing at Barclays, they're, they finally, like yesterday, finally set a deal. They're going to um, re, re uh, what's the word? Redevelop the old Belmont Park, the, the racetrack, and they're going to make that the new home of the New York Islanders. It's very exciting. They get to go back to Long Island, and this will be a hockey arena, so... We won't have those issues of, well, knock on wood, we won't have blind spot issues. And I sure as hell hope they can figure out how to make the ice cold and how to keep it cold. Um, anyway, so, as an Islander fan, giddy about that. I hope transportation there is good. And I'm sure 99.9% of you don't give a flying about all of what I just said. Pretty much just my father who might be listening is going to care. But he knows all this already, so whatever. I wanted to talk about it anyway, because it's my show.
So, next to the super awesome secret thing that I'm about to reveal to you, it really doesn't matter to most of you, but some of you listen, are my co-workers, we are having a potluck holiday party today at work. Uh, if you don't know what potluck means, and don't feel bad, I didn't know until like late college, maybe even after college, because uh, it's a stupid word, it doesn't tell you at all what's, what the thing is about. But anyway, potluck is when everyone brings their own dish to the party. Um, sometimes they do like a international potluck, so like you bring the food from your heritage or just whatever, just bring whatever you want. So people bring the main meal, they'll bring the appetizer, they'll bring the dessert. Um, so I brought our sponsor, Gusto's Adeli in Tom's River, New Jersey, located at One Plaza Drive. Cannoli cream. We brought the cream, guys. I've I've been telling my coworkers that I've been, you know, I'm going to bring the cream. I'll bring it one day. You know, oh, but it's so far. It's like on the other side of the state. I'm not getting it, or I forget. I remembered. I went home after visiting the girlfriend yesterday. Added another like two hours to my drive back home because I had to go all the way down to the deli. Just. For you guys, so if you're listening, you're welcome. I did that all for you. Can never get those miles or time back, but felt it was important to share my father's cream with you guys. And I don't care how that sounds, because that's exactly what it is. It is my father's cannoli cream. It is the greatest cream in the world. I challenge you to dispute this after trying it. So we're gonna have a potluck. I'm bringing. One of the desserts, uh, who knows if other people bring a dessert. I'm, I got mini cannoli shells, I'm going to fill them right there, because that's how it's supposed to be done. If you ever, ever see a cannoli at a restaurant, or at a bakery, or at a deli, and they're pre-filled, run away. That is not how a cannoli is supposed to be prepared. It's supposed to be made fresh to order, because if you let it sit in the shell... The moisture in the cream will make the shell soggy, and then you are not getting the full experience. Who wants a soggy shell? We had a customer years ago who came, you know, uh, oh, Mr. Capello, my father, I, I need to speak to you. Um, you know, pulls him aside. I, I, I've been coming here for years, but I had to bring these back. These cannoli aren't fresh. And uh, my dad, flabbergasted, asked, well, what was wrong with them? Ooh, 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 I think we got another uh, random check for uh, registration. We're going to swerve on out of there. So she goes, yeah, they're not fresh. And he's confused because we get the shells, like, all the time. And he makes, he makes the cream constantly because it's, like, one of our best sellers. And uh, she's like, yeah, the... It, I couldn't believe it. The the shell was was stale, and my dad immediately uh, realization dawns on him. Ma'am, they're supposed to be crunchy. If that's that's how that's when they're fresh. So this woman, this poor woman, has been having soggy cannoli her entire life. One would only have to assume because. Her idea of a 
stale cannoli was a crunchy one. So that's a funny little story about cannoli cream. Um, yeah, a lot of, lot of good stories at the deli. Uh, maybe I'll, you know, that could be a good section, a little segment. Little, little stories about the deli where customers said little really funny things. Note to self. So I'm bringing the cannoli cream. Our, uh, our chief of staff is, is uh, of British descent, so he usually just brings the cutlery because no one wants to eat British food. Um, and uh, I'm excited. It's going to be pretty miserable food-wise for me because of that whole not eating carbs thing anymore, and I'm sure everything is going to have carbohydrates. So I'm just going to be sad in that department. But it'll be fun to see everyone just light up and be overjoyed when they see my father's cream coming their way. So that was the surprise. I'm sure my coworkers will not have listened to this episode because they are sluggish. So they will be super surprised when uh, when they when they come in and see them all ready for them. So that's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Anyway, guys, we are very early. We're about to pull onto our street. We got like seven minutes left until I have to be at work. This is awesome. We did great. It's just it's just been a good week, guys. Been a really good week. Hope everyone's having a great week. Um, the weekend is going to be rough for me because the, I'm going to be going to my parents' home where I grew up, the place of my rearing, and uh, it's the busiest holiday at the deli. Christmas Eve, we are open. It is uh, it's chaos. It is pure and utter chaos. It's the best way to describe it. And I will be in the thick of it. So luckily this falls on a weekend, so you're not going to miss any episodes, which is cool. Get to hear my voice for the max extent of time that you possibly can. And uh, I'm going to be, while everyone's enjoying their weekend, I'm going to be working my ass off. But, you know, I'm sure other people will be too. But it's all it's all good. Got to help the dad out. Alright guys, I hope you like the logo. If you have any, uh, you want to share your thoughts on it and how, you know, how much it brightened your day to see an official logo. Or if you're sad to see my goddaughter go, you know, let me know. Let me know in the comments. Or not. That's cool too. Alright guys, I will see you on the social medias and, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Alright. I am not late. See you guys.